Welcome to the Forerunners Podcast. Today, we're joined by Andrea Lemcooler, co-owner and general manager of Point Two Running Company, a local running store with locations in Newport News and Chesapeake. So without further ado, let's jump right in. All right, I'm here with Andrea Lemcooler. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Welcome to the show. We uh, generally dive right in to where you're from. So where were you born? So Newport News, Virginia. Um, so homegrown, been here my whole life, and uh, settled in now with my family. So I think we're here for the long haul. Born and bred, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. So let's talk a little bit about your family. I know you got a little one. Uh, tell us a little bit about, about them. Yeah, so I have been married almost 10 years, so 10 years in the spring. Awesome. Um, and then we have uh, one daughter, Olivia. She's five years old um, and, you know, a lot of fun. And then my family is still local as well. So um, mom, dad, and brother are all um, all around. So, yeah. Awesome. Did you, what high school did you go to? Went to Denby High School. Denby? Yeah. Gotcha. I, I work uh, all the, uh, up there all the time as a plumber. Yeah. And, uh. I work on Denby, but I've never seen the high schools. I can't mm-hmm. find the high schools up there. It's like yeah. they're hidden or something. Yeah, they're a little bit back there. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about your ath- athletic background. Mm-hmm. I know you had mentioned earlier that you don't have too much of one, but what, what kind of stuff did you do uh, to be physical when you were around high school age or even elementary age? Yeah. So I was always involved in some things like church leagues and things like that, but I was in band in high school. And so that took more of my time. And, um, you know, I was the traditional band geek and I loved it. Um, and then I, I really, I ran a little bit in high school. Like I had a friend that invited me on the cross country team. And so I, I did that for fun, but, um, nothing really serious, nothing really stuck at that time. Gotcha. Well, I think there's been a couple other band people on here. I think Barry Clark is a band guy. Okay. What instrument did you play? Flute and Flute. piccolo. Yep. Oh, the piccolo. Yeah. That thing's tiny. <laughs> Super tiny. I yeah. played sa- I played alto saxophone all yeah. through middle school and high school and I still bust it out on occasion. So if I could redo it, that is that is what I would play. I feel like the saxophone and the trumpet, I just I love both of those instruments. They have so. the saxophone has a lot of sass mm-hmm. to it. I, I like it. I've been enjoying listening to Christmas music and he- hearing some of the uh some of the saxophone solos. They don't put saxophone solos in anything anymore. Yeah. So, but um, I also feel like marching bands shaped the way I walk. So my shoes now wear out on the outside because you know in marching band you roll your feet. Uh, yeah, you I do. I think it. For four years I was in marching band. I think it <laughs> it's really. It's ingrained, isn't it? Like I think forever. it really. In, <laughs> I think it really impacted the way I I uh, wear my shoes out. I'm not sure though. It's just a. <laughs> that's just a. Uh, a guess. So, not too much of a running background, except for except for some cross country, which yeah. is more than I did. So, um, when did you start to get involved in running as an adult? Like, yeah. when did it pique your interest? So, um, I was in my early twenties, and um, my dad has a has a really good friend that will become like instrumental as we talk about point two. But he basically um, invited him to start running and in 
invited him to a 5k and then my dad encouraged so lee and i were dating at the time Mm -hmm. and so kind of encouraged us both to do it and so we ran our first 5k and just got hooked just loved it really enjoyed being out there and around other people um and so we started signing up for like every single local 5k that we could find Mm -hmm. um and then you know the story then you find the 8k you find the 10k and then um we volunteered at the finish line for the shamrock marathon and um i love finish lines um i love seeing all the athletes that come through like every single shape and size um our volunteer duty you know those like metal like those foil blankets that you can put on people yeah and they're supposed to keep you warm so like nobody wanted those at first (laughs) so like the elite athletes are coming through we're trying to like put these blankets on people um we're like so excited for them it's emotional like i always end up crying at a finish line i'm so thankful for for what everyone is doing um but we saw that and we saw everyone go through that finish line and we thought we actually also want to do that. Um, and so that, you know, that started us down that path. And then we started, um, traveling and doing half marathons wherever we would go. And so that it was just the natural course. Like once we, we jumped into it and we started doing that, we just loved it. Gotcha. So So you just fell in love with the race culture, huh? We did. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the distances you enjoy because you obviously have done a few of them. What's, what's, What's a distance that you really like? So I feel like the distance I most often run is I'll just run three miles. I'll just get up, go. I have a route I love in my neighborhood. And so if I just want to kick that out, I I just always feel better after I do. Um, But I love anything after five miles, like five to eight miles. I feel like I can kind of get away from everything Mm -hmm. and start to really think. Um, And then if I'm doing a race, I really love a 10 mile race if I can find it Mm -hmm. or a half. So I guess I I love a little bit of all of it. Nice. Yeah. Well, I I understand that sometimes when it's just your go-to distance, that just becomes like the one you you like a lot. Like I've got several loops around here that are just my normal loops. And they they tend to be the distance that I like to go. And I get kind of uncomfortable when I have to go outside of those. (laughs) Right. But the best thing about running outside of those distances or longer than those distances is the, the achievement, the feeling of achievement so or dis- discovery. Like you said, it's an five to eight is enough to kind of get a little farther mm-hmm. and uh, start to experience a little bit more. Um, what are some of your proudest running moments? Like I know you've been involved in the racing culture. Is there anything that sticks out to you as something like the fondest, uh, super fond memory yeah. or So, um, I think every race has something that I take away from it and I'm like proud of or appreciative of, but, um, after I had my daughter, I, so she was born in March in June, um, the run for the dream race series. So flat out put on this race series, um, for a few years and there was a 5k that I could do. And so like two months after I had her, I was able to do that. And that was such a celebration for me because like as a woman, you, you have your child and then you're ready to go back out. And that was when running changed for me. It became, this is my alone time. This is the time that I can still be strong and that I can just, you know, take this time and hopefully also show my daughter strength. So um, that's a really fond memory for me. Um, Awesome. Probably the one that sticks out the most right now. That's powerful. Yeah. So did you ever get involved in, in group runs? Yeah. So I don't know if you've heard of our point two group runs. They're Mm -hmm. pretty great. We miss them right now. Um, But when we have those, um, you know, pre-COVID, we would have anywhere from, you know, 75 and up 
um, the amount of people that we would have. And so I hop in those whenever I can. Um, I love that group. It's a really um, welcoming group. Um, and they're just fun to be around and people hang out afterwards, which I think is the sign of a really fun group environment. Yeah. Um, so I'll do that. Um, I have some friends from the store that I run with. Um, mm -hmm. And then I, I run with my family. So like my daughter is kind of at the limit of the stroller. So we're going to lose this soon. But right now, um, you know, we can still put her in the stroller and, and push her and go out on a, a family run. And then she also has expressed that she likes to run. So yeah. sometimes I'll like go out on a Sunday, go on a five mile run, come back, pick her up and she'll go around the block with me a few times. Awesome. And that's really fun. We'll run into people in the neighborhood and they are always like so excited to see a little kid that's like happily running. So yeah, it's, it's really good to cultivate a love of uh, activity at her age we didn't do it with my daughter mm -hmm. so she's kind of like no nah, I'm not trying to do yeah that. and so, that may happen to us too I'm trying it could you know? different strokes for different folks yeah, kids we'll develop their own personalities I know. For well, sure. I, I do know that <laughs> so, uh, now with your group runs uh, I've actually heard through the grapevine from a couple people that um, the peninsula runners, like when you run in a group up there, it's like a kind of like a different breed. Like I've heard that it's really super duper welcoming and very pleasant. And like you said, it's very, um, it's very fun to hang out with everybody afterwards. Yeah. So, uh, I got to get up there once this thing, once this thing passes by and, and check that out. Yeah. I hope you do. Yeah. So it's probably no secret now to the people listening that you um, you started and helped to run Point Two Running Company, mm -hmm. which is a, a local running store. And in this episode, we're gonna just kind of dip our toes into the story of it. So when was the idea of starting a store born? So the idea for the store was born even before I got involved with it. So if we go back a little bit and we talk about you know, my dad's good friend that got him into running. So they are, in fact, business partners. They've always worked together and they have such a curiosity about different things. Um, and so there was a local store, a local running store that was closing. And so there was this kind of gap in the market. Um, my dad had started running and gotten into that, pulled me into it. Um, and so it must have been around 2010 that they started thinking about it. Um, and then at the time, so it opened May of 2011. Mm -hmm. um, that's also when I got married. So okay. my dad was like, hey, I'm like doing this, I'm opening this running store. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Like I didn't even totally um, take in the fact that this was going to be a real a real thing. So we came back from our honeymoon and I was like, dang, this is a really nice store. Like this is awesome. And um, so I started, you know, working there on the weekends and we would lead group runs every Saturday morning and then close the store out every Saturday night. Um, and we did that for several months and then I started managing it that fall. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, I'm sure we'll go into it more, but I just fell in love with what with what point two is, yeah. Um, so yeah, nice. I um, point two. Uh, I discovered it when I went to registrate uh, packet pick yeah. packet pickup for uh, Nolan Trail Marathon Relay, and uh, when I walked in, I was like, "Dang, this place is this place is legit." I think it, it was <laughs> yeah. it was all, when um, I think what's that? 
It's Town Center. Is it Town Center mm-hmm. in Newport News or, or Tech Center? Tech Center is Tech where Center. we are now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's where I pe- did my packet pickup. Okay, and cool. I, I was like, whoa, this this is yeah. legit. And, We've been uh, around a little bit then because that's the that's the new location. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so talking about locate, let's talk a little little bit about locations yeah. because I know the Tech Center location isn't your first location. Where was the first location? So it's it's just a couple minutes down the road. Um, it was this little shopping center, um, and the space that we got was small, and it used to be a, a camera shop. So the the back room was really small, um, and I, I would always say that like a camera parts are much smaller than shoeboxes. So we just grew out of it really quickly. Yeah. Um, and before we moved, we had shoe boxes in the bathroom like piled up man piled up to the ceiling mm-hmm. and um yeah it was just it was just time but that little store um i have such fond memories of it like all the the slat wall and the the way that we had everything set up um it was very homey it was very welcoming and inviting um and so yeah it was great it's now a burn boot camp so it was it was a vacant space for a while and they came in and they um, took over a couple spaces, including ours. And I feel like that's a good a good next step for that yeah. space. So, yeah. Was that on Jefferson? Um, it is off of Victory, so it's right around okay. there. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So um, you guys grew out of that space and uh, eventually went uh, moved to Tech Center, which is a very, very nice shopping center. Yeah. That is, um, I it's were y'all one of the first people in there? So when did uh, when did you move to Tech Center? Yeah, so it's been um, it's been five and a half years, um, but we we moved in there. Yeah, we were one of the first people, and to be you know totally honest, we did not think we would make it in there. It was a really nice shopping center. You have Whole Foods as the anchor, mm-hmm. um, but we were looking. We knew that we needed to move, um, and everything kind of lined up for us. So that was that was really exciting. Um, and yeah, we love that space. We're right next to a bike shop and we're right next to Starbucks. Yeah. Which is almost just the way we pick stuff because, you know, where we are now in Chesapeake as well, we're next to a golf a golf store, so another specialty shop, and then a Starbucks is a stone throw away. Yeah. So that's, we look for that. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Chesapeake yeah. store. You, um, it's, it's, uh, it's very new. It is. Um, how, how many years have y'all been there? Only a year and a half. Man. So last July is when we opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's still it's still shiny and new. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, it's, I think it's just as nice as the Tech Center one. Thank you. And I, I go to both of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm at work mm-hmm. up on a peninsula, I'll, uh, I'll swing into Point Two during a lunchtime or something and that. check it out. So, um, you, uh, you guys... Just just to let our listeners know, because there's other there's another running store around here named Running Etc. But you guys carry such different things for the most part. So I I just want um, our listeners to know as we as we uh, round this episode out that they should really check check out what you guys going on what you guys got going on. Um, but before we we wrap up this episode, I want to get. Um, a little bit of advice from you. So this is this segment is called advice column, and you can give whatever kind of advice you want. But uh, maybe some advice you've heard, or some that you you want to give out personally. Um, what's some advice that you have? So specific to running, I think one thing that's carried me, and and I've just kind of come back to a lot, is just to show up. You know, to show up to the group run, to show up to the race, 
um, to show up for that run after work when you're exhausted. Um, every time I make the time to do that, I always feel better. Mm -hmm. um, and I always, you know, get something out of that or I, I get that camaraderie with my friends or, you know, just that time to think. So I think just show up, like just let your expectations kind of go to the side make the time to come. Yeah. Um, and then I think the other thing for me is that a good run can solve a lot of problems. So I cannot tell you how many times I've been thinking about something with work, which can be all consuming when you're, when you're running a small business, you're mm -hmm. kind of feel like you're always troubleshooting or thinking about something, but I'll go out and I'll hit the roads and I will either think of a way to fix something or I will realize it's not as big of a deal as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And so I just think, especially with, you know, the times that we're in, um, mm -hmm. just realizing how good it is for your mental health to just get out there and hit the roads. Yeah. Let, let me ask you a qu another yeah. question. I've heard you uh, just a few times that there's there's her daughter <laughs> and uh, we're not editing it out. We love we love children on the Four Runners podcast. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. So um, my question is this. I've heard you talk a little bit about how... Um, running for you is kind of therapeutic. It's some alone time, time to think. I want to know, do you listen to music while you run? I listen to podcasts. You do? I'm a total, like, I love, um, I geek out on business stuff. Um, yeah. This is the part where I admit that, like, I just love every facet of business. Um, so I love, like, how I built this. Um, I have several that I, like, go to while I'm running, but um, I will sometimes listen to music, but most of the time, if you see me, I am either listening to a business podcast or I'm thinking about something or I'm just enjoying the scenery. Gotcha. So, so you yeah. mix it up a little bit. I do mix it up. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break and we'll be back to talk more about point two. All right. During our interview, I completely forgot to ask Andrea about the name Point Two, which I know some people uh, wonder about. I know for the longest time I wondered about, but if you go to runpoint2.com, which is their website, you can browse their inventory and uh, find out more about the store there. You can find the reason for the name. So I'm going to read a little excerpt about uh, where they get the name from. It says this. At the end of the day, we are inspired by your grit and determination wherever you are on your fitness journey. Whether it is point two from your front porch to the end of your street or the last point two of your marathon, we are here to support you. On next week's episode, Andrea will tell us all about how they're executing that vision to be here to support the running community and all the different ways they're doing that. I'm really excited to share the last part of our interview with you. Because if you're not a fan of Point Two now, you will be by the time you listen to part two of Andre's interview. But for now, this is Danny signing off. Godspeed. <laughs>